Welcome to Mystic Queen's Circle Queen. This podcast is all about connecting with the universe. And that universe is you. Here, spirituality will meet reality. We will discuss mindfulness, personal growth, vulnerabilities, and bash society norms about women, sparkling it up with spiritual fun as astrology, tarot, and laws of the universe. I'm your host, Diana Baltra modern mystic, astrologer, writer, and mindful self-love coach. I really hope you will enjoy this ride. So let's jump in and start growing together. Hello, hello, my beauties. This time we are doing the guest episode and discussing the amazing power of belief with Emily Brooks. I'm so pleased to bring you this fantastic lady because she radiates so much light. You're gonna feel this through our whole discussion. And it was just such a big entertainment for me to record this episode together with her. Emily is a spiritual mindset coach and eco-village visionary living in Costa Rica after manifesting her dream life using the law of attraction. She is a mother, wife, writer, traveler, surfer and skater, and spiritual philosopher who loves to dwell in love and possibility. Visit her websites that you can find on our show notes to find more about her And now, no further ado, I bring you fantastic Emily. Enjoy it, loves. Hello, hello, my dearies. I'm so happy today to bring you this lovely sunshine woman here right with me, Emily Brooks. And oh my God, dearies, we're going to discuss the power of belief, such a fundamental aspect of, I truly believe about, you know, pretty much everything in life because it starts with our beliefs. So Emily, welcome. It's so nice to have you here. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here with you, Diana. I'm so grateful to be sharing space. Yes. And you know, like many of the guests here, We usually meet in this podcast quite accidentally, even though I believe it's not accidental at all. This is, you know, something that, um, well, we were pretty much, you know, either meeting in our past lives or our souls put this into the contract. So we are meeting on purpose. And I was really actually happy to find you, Emily, and talk with you. And just, I really sensed your shining energy coming through. So I would like, you know, you just to share a little bit more about yourself and generally just shortly what you do and how you have found the spiritual path and what is spirituality to you, actually. Yes, I would love to share. So what is spirituality to me, first of all? It's the experience and the study of the nature of life, like capital L life, and the nature of energy and the laws that dictate the universe Mm -hmm. and us and our experience of ourselves as pure love, potential power. So that's my definition of spirituality. And that goes along with my story of who I am and what brought me to Costa Rica. So just like three, four years ago, I was in the most intense struggle in my life. I was, to go back, I had given my life to the divine. Maybe in 
2010, 2009, after a long spiritual path of study. So what I learned first was that when you give your life to the divine, it will lead you on a path that is the least expected. So four years ago, I was living in intense struggle, running two businesses, solopreneuring them, um, having small children in a little town in Stowe, Vermont. I had a taxi business and a cleaning business at the end there. It was super, super intense. I was just stuck on this hamster wheel of struggle. I was super dissatisfied with my life. I wasn't aligned with my soul. And instead of taking the responsibility to change my life, I just complained about it a lot. And I had a wake up moment, another wake up moment when I was 35, when I remembered, oh my gosh, I can create my own reality through my thoughts and through my intention and through my focus. And I know this. So why am I now settling for life that doesn't fit me in intense struggle, not feeling like a good mom because I didn't have sufficient help? We were still struggling financially a lot. So I started being really careful about my thoughts and what I believed about my life. And I stopped living in this energy of like victimhood. And I moved into uh, energy of empowerment in which I took responsibility for my life. And I started focusing on a vibrational reality that was down here in Costa Rica or not Costa Rica. I just said a Spanish speaking country, a Spanish speaking surf town. I'm like, I am living there. That's what I'm doing. And that was like about a year and a half before we came to Costa Rica. I believed it so strongly because I knew the possibility. I was listening. I was programming my mind with all this law of attraction stuff. I was listening to Esther Hicks every day because I, we always have to be reminded of our power so that we don't get lazy with our thoughts. So I took empowerment of my life by taking empowerment of my thoughts. And I'm so amazed about how quickly my life changed when I did that. You know, I was working through and healing my resentments against my husband and all that stuff and realizing that life was for me and I was not getting punished. That took a really long time. This stuff is hard. Okay. It's not like we can just change our mind one day. Changing our mind takes consistency. So anyway, I just had another breakdown in June of 2019. And I said, I'm done, honey. I don't care what our bank account looks like. I'm freaking done. I am out of this life because I need a break. My soul is crying out for me. I can't be the mom I want to be. I'm not the business person I want to be. I'm so stretched. I'm like, whatever. So we weren't even planning on moving. I said, we are taking a 10-week trip to Costa Rica in February of 2020, and we're going to go from there. And we're going to let the businesses that I was currently running just do their thing with some ill-placed managers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's another story of how intense the little transition is, but let's speed it up. And COVID, the pandemic closed down the whole world a week after we got to Costa Rica, almost like two weeks. It was crazy. So we thought it would blow over. We're like, we're just going to stay. They canceled our flights because I was not going back to Vermont to be in lockdown in the (laughs) winter. I was like, not doing that. So (laughs) we found ourselves here and fast forward, the road just comes up to meet our feet. (laughs) And I have transitioned out of our old businesses. One of them died due to COVID and the other one I sold. And we are building new businesses and it's complete uncertainty, but it's complete perfection. 
And that's what I'm really passionate about. I'm passionate about telling people, you don't have to settle for a shitty life. You don't have to settle. You know, you have this power inside of you. If you knew you did and you could practice those laws that will get you what you want, then you can create a beautiful life, more than one that you can even create in your mind consciously. So that's my story. It's still unfolding. And I'm just, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. Oh my gosh, what a beautiful, you know, uh, alignment of everything. Let's just say that because I mean, I don't think this also happened without no reason. So you wanting to just leave during exactly the pandemic just coming out there and then everything's like the universe was shifting it for you. Like, see, it's supposed to be like that. You know, if you don't take this, we're going to push you to take this. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Oh my gosh. Everybody was like, how did you know? And I was like intuition baby (laughs) i love that you know and these things can happen to any of us exactly if we work on ourselves as you said freaking daily (laughs) we all want this fast gratification then we read law of attraction tips and you can get that a lot sadly from media that you know it's this magical sparkles and i call this unicorn poop you know (laughs) that like I want this and it's going to come, you know, this is how law attraction is supposed to work. And if it doesn't, you know, then it's not for me, but it's not how it is. Even though I do admit, sometimes we can manifest some things quite fast. Yes, gosh, 100%. Instant manifestations can happen. Totally. Exactly. Not everything. Would you say that? And really interesting because I just listened to, I don't remember if it was an audio book or podcast just before speaking with you. And this aligns a lot. It said that we humans are just a little bit, you know, um, not too weak, but not prepared to manifest, you know, extremely fast the things because we have so much exactly things we need to work out, the fear mentality, the inner child. Imagine if we could manifest like that, probably the world would be quite chaotic because we wouldn't know how to handle it. Yeah. I mean, the big thing I think, this is my perspective about law of attraction, is, well, first of all, the trust and the belief, right? The belief that you are going to get that which you want or some version of it that will fulfill your soul. And the big tricky part with humans is that we don't want to let go. Letting go and surrendering the problem without continuing to worry about it is super hard for us because we're like, that's delusional. There's a problem. And you're like, yeah, there's not really a problem. It's just a current problem waiting for a solution. And the solution is inevitable. Stop focusing on the problem so the solution can come, you know? So we so get in our own ways. Oh, humans are so funny. (laughs) Oh my, so true. It's also what Maria Forleo says a lot. If there is a problem, there is a solution because the problem is a solution itself so you know we just choose i love that you are saying that before we dig a little bit more deeper into the power of belief even though we are doing this already you know you have been on such a trip yourself transformation itself which of course you are still on as you mentioned and we are all you know in never ending a transformational trip itself but Mm -hmm. what would you say is your sole purpose right now how do you see that at this specific moment You know, if you asked me three months ago, it would have been different. And because words are words and the sole purpose is so big, but in its current manifestation into words, (laughs) which are quite limiting, I am here to create and experience beauty and discover and experience the power of my spirit and soul and teach other people to do the same. And so I'm also here to transform this world into new earth. I'm part of the new earth architect team down here. (laughs) 
and that's more in the physicality, but in the, in the energy is I just want to dwell in beauty. I want to create beauty wherever I go and whatever I do. I want to experience beauty. There's so many solutions in beauty. <laughs> it just sounds so beautiful itself, you know? <laughs> I love that you said that. I constantly actually say that to people too, that it was different three maybe months ago, you know, or even a year. I think we get also so hooked on the definition that we need to have this one gigantic sole purpose and we should know that as children and then it never changes. What is your point though on that? That there is one sole purpose? And that it never changes in general and that if you don't have it, you know, you're pretty much doomed. Gosh, you know, I like to believe everything is both yes and no. So contextually, you can probably frame your soul's purpose in a very general way. But the, another way contextually is that it's so complicated and it evolves so much. Like, wow. And... I don't, you know, that's a really good question. I don't know, but I bet it's both yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> like everything else in life, you know, I think it's also a funny way because we humans tend to think that by building a new earth, we think that we're going to build a definition of some kind of heaven and no darkness will exist right there. But I think actually the part of darkness is the part of heaven too, a little bit, because we need, you know, these wounds and triggers from our past to also transform us. Do you agree with that? I agree in that the evolution of human consciousness does take time. And I talked about a friend about this. It was mind blowing to me. I used to think of humans as inherently flawed because, you know, because of we live in the scarcity mindset. But my friend brought up to me, well, why do you think we're like that? We've been culturally conditioned since birth to be that way. So however you program us in that way, and that in some ways that's true, right? So both yes and no. And the other way no is that we come into this life with generational trauma that we need to heal, you know, trauma from past life that might be residually on our souls. And so, yeah, it's a constant healing. And I do love that darkness shines the light where there is no light and there is only light, right? So the darkness is the yeah. illusion and the practice of shining our light on our darknesses to see that they are empty after all. That is a beautiful process. <laughs> it's not mm -hmm. easy. <laughs> True. And I mean, how else we would see the light if there would be no darkness? There would exactly. be no definition to put the light, you know, in perspective. So yeah, here we go. <laughs> exactly. You know, I myself, in my own life, I think around 10 years ago, started also understanding the power of believe myself, to be honest, in my own story. So I know, you know, how big it can be itself and how it can change so much. As you discussed in your own story, how you knew that you need to do something like that, how you were changing your own beliefs. And that transformed into this beautiful you know, Costa Rica dream that you are in right now. But I can hear, you know, some people saying that, and I'm pretty sure you have heard that before, that maybe it's too late to change because I am old. <laughs> what would you say actually to these people? Oh, well, if that's true for them, then that's true for them. So if they believe they're too old, then yes, they are too old. And that's <laughs> the power of belief is that you can believe whatever story you want and it's true for you. <laughs> I love that. 
That's so good. Totally. But what about those people who actually want to change? Where would you say to actually start? Because I think it can be really, you know, hard to know where to start those stepping points of the first steps. Because even now, if you go on social media, you know, and you Google manifestation or law of attraction or changing your beliefs, you get so much information and it can become sometimes quite overwhelming to say the least. I love this question. I always tell people to start by asking and developing a relationship with their personal higher self and their guides who we can talk to. So everyone's journey is so different. But what's so cool is that we can be directed perfectly by our intuition, by having conversations and asking for help from divine sources. So I would say, you know, however you want to have a relationship. I like using my angels and guides and my higher self. I like, you know, using those words. I would say, please lead me to the first steps on this journey. I want to take control over my thoughts in my life. Please help me do that. And then be open and expecting. Of course, when you feel called to Google something, Google something. And probably the first thing that comes up is going to be fine for you. It's going to be great. Because if you don't know where to start, really any path will do because all paths kind of lead to one another. And that's the beautiful squiggly path of all of us. And all of our journeys are so different in the ways we traverse. And that's why... I really try to instill in people the knowledge that they are their own expert and nobody is an expert outside of them because when they get to know and become familiar with their inner knowing, like capital K knowing that Glennon Doyle talks about in her book, Untamed. Wow, that's such power. It takes courage to follow your inner knowing and your intuition when it doesn't make practical sense sometimes. But that journey of listening to yourself, respecting the relationship you have with yourself to follow what it says, that is a beautiful divine relationship that will lead you exactly to where you want to go without you knowing how to get there. That's so greatly said because it all starts by letting control go, doesn't it? And it's funny because we are speaking about this during Virgo season and Emily is also a super Virgo and I have Virgo rising. So Virgo season is all about mind thinking, to be honest. So it might be sometimes hard to tap into our intuitions with this, you know, mind capacity and practicality which is also amazing and it's also needed but i think what you also just said emily it's so important to also let that mind relax from time to time and it can be so hard because you know we think that everything out there tangible is (laughs) coming from the mind you know what we see isn't it (laughs) i love this conversation because it brings up a couple points First of all, I want to apologize for the rain that you might hear in my background now because we are in rainy season in Costa Rica and we're getting a bit of a torrential. So excuse the rain drops, but yes, letting the mind rest. So that goes back to the third rule, which is you have to let go in order to receive. It's so counterintuitive. You have to let go in order to receive. So many people get caught up in continuing to be attached to the desire that they were supposed to have let go of into the divine hands. That attachment to your desire, that continual need will push that desire away from you continually. It is only when you can let it go and let go of the attachment, you can still have the desire. Like the Buddha said, go ahead and have desires. It's your attachment to your desire that is suffering. And that's true. It's suffering because you're not going to get the desire. (laughs) You know, it's just going to keep running from you. Like in a relationship, a young relationship, we've all experienced this, right? When the girl is really into the guy, oh, 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 please, please, please love me. The guy's like, holy moly, no, I'm all good. Yeah. 
same reversed. If a guy is really, really, oh, I need you, I need you, oh my God. It's like, run away, run away. And it's the same energy when we are trying to manifest things is that it is non-attachment that makes you a spiritual manifestation badass. It's non-attachment that brings things to you instantly. And I have experienced that. Like you were talking about quick manifestations and I manifested a beautiful $350 Carver skateboard in like less than a week. And the key to it was that I knew it was coming, but I wasn't attached to when. I didn't care when. I was like, I can't wait to have one of those. Oh my God, I'm going to practice my carving because I, I, it makes my surfing better. I'm so excited. And then literally, I was so excited about it. And I was telling my dad, yeah, I, I surfed so good today. I think it's because I tried that carver back at Puddlefish Brewery here in Hako. And he's like, oh, cool. What's that? And I was telling him that carver helps you flow on the wave and like, you know, helps you, uh, you're carving and skateboard. Um, and he's like, well, I'll buy you one. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was so sweet. It can be as easy as that. You don't know where it's coming from. My dad doesn't buy me gifts very often. He's very generous with me. He doesn't even buy me gifts for birthday or Christmas, you guys. So I was like, cool. Thank you. <laughs> We're just, we, our love language is not gift giving. I mean, it's still fine. Then you think about it. I mean, it's also sad sometimes to see. I think it's a new trend now that law of attraction can become seen as evil if you want something tangible too. But why not? You know, we are having this earth experience also to have also tangible things. It's not like we need to be attached to it, material things, but I love my MacBook too. I love my phone too. If it's gonna break, like, yeah, that will happen. But I mean, I still appreciate it. I still love it. So, you know, I think gift giving can be also a very beautiful, you know, form of just understanding that someone thought about you and that's love too in a way. So funny you say that because I was literally, before I got on with you, giving gratitude for my MacBook. I was like, I'm so grateful for this computer. I can work on this computer. I can do things on this. Oh my God, I'm so grateful to have it. I did this whole like rant of appreciation for my computer before I got on here. And I have to say, yes, I love toys in this world. They are fun. And if they make your life easier and therefore make you more joyful, then it's a good thing. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's why we are on Earth too, because, you know, Earth is this reality of also material things. That's why we're having the body for our souls yeah this is a material thing to be a machine basically for our soul to express itself which is also beautiful and it doesn't mean of course we can't enjoy the energy we can't enjoy the feelings itself uh, but I think we can have both you know and I think it's a little sad to see that now also in lots of social media channels I call them spiritual cloud people then people get you know so high spiritual that they want to diminish lots of these values saying that oh we are too materialistic you shouldn't have anything being spiritual have you noticed that emily yourself i have not noticed that at all that's so interesting people saying you should renounce physicality essentially yeah exactly i think this is a little bit like new trend it started happening a little bit more like a few years ago kind of you become cool by just you know taking out all the things you have and living like very minimalistic and on and on which is okay i totally understand that's it can be the beauty but at the same time i think you know that sometimes it can also get you know too much if we try to maybe a little bit more egoistically pinpoint that our way is the best versus another. I totally get what you mean. I was just thinking when you were talking about that, that I think it can be tricky. The ego can be tricky when you get on a high horse spiritually. Like you might have these inclinations to think of yourself as better than, but 
oh boy, could that not be further from the truth? So I had a big awakening on Lionsgate Portal of 2020. I was uh, struggling a lot with the state of the world. I had a lot of opinions I still do about, you know, current events. And Mm. it was causing me a lot of distress, I would say. And because I'm so used to a very high vibration now, when I have a low vibration, it really bothers me. So just to go into that, you know, when I was working and spending my life, letting these two jobs run my life in just like such stress states and like anger and resentment and all that stuff, I was used to that feeling. But as we start to clear our vibration of these persistent negative emotions, which are from persistent negative thoughts, then our capacity to withhold negative energy is far decreased, which is a blessing, but it's also super uncomfortable. So (laughs) the awakening I had on Lionsgate Portal was that I had a download and like my angels guides or whatever, the oneness was like, everything is unfolding perfectly for what needs to unfold and happen. And your judgment of the situation is not giving you any more peace, nor is it useful at all. Because you don't know what's happening. You can't really see. So you can trust and believe that your path is clear. And I was walking on the beach when I had this download and it was dark and um, there was only lightning strikes, but it was completely dark and you couldn't see ahead of you unless the lightning struck. And then you could see a little path ahead of you. But in my download, I was walking on the beach and I just knew that if I knew my path was unobstructed, that my body would guide me around obstacles, even if I couldn't see them. Could I practice that consistently? No. Sometimes I was fearful and I stopped myself because I had stepped so far into darkness and I waited for the flash of lightning to illuminate the way. Mm. But sometimes I could just, I believe that my path is clear and I can walk with confidence even in the darkness and know that I am safe. Now that applies to our own lives and it applies to the current unfolding of this crazy world because it really is an insane asylum. (laughs) Our values are so twisted to the spiritual. They're so false and fake. It's fascinating. But it applies to our lives in this time where I can believe that I am all taken care of and that my path is clear. And I don't have to believe my bank account numbers (laughs) because they vary. I don't place power in that. Because I'm on the universe's bankroll and I know that whatever I need is provided regardless of how and when and why. And so in that power of belief and that trust, so really power of belief is faith and trust. In that faith and trust, I am safe. I read this great quote from Marianne Williamson that I absolutely love. Oh, I adore her. Talks exactly about this. And okay, here we go. If you think of yourself as being at the effect of a random universe that does not care about you, then you will experience your life that way. Mm. And if you think of yourself as being at the effect of a loving universe that does care about you, then you will experience your life that way. Mm. And that is such a good summation of the power of belief and how we can create our experience in life by what we put faith in, you know, what we put our energy and focus in. It's so beautiful. Oh, I love it. I love that. That woman is just incredible herself. You know, whatever she shares, I'm like addicted to be honest. But I mean, what a beautiful quote to share. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. The power of belief. I totally know. I totally can understand you also with the negativity that it can be hard right now in the world. But I also see it as just the part of evolution of Earth. What happens when we clean our room and get so totally messy uh, before it gets clean? 
So we are all on this adventure. And of course, energetically, we can feel uh, the fear in the collective, which we do a lot. And we have, you know, high frequencies. But then at least it helps me, you know, to just remind myself that then I'm working on my own frequency. I'm helping the whole collective. And that's all we need to do. (laughs) Exactly. 100%. Isn't that cool? All we have to do is work on our own frequency and we're helping the whole entire collective. Ugh, so simple. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then we try to go there and look at everyone and who everyone does, yeah? And it's like, darling, no, it doesn't work that way. You just need to work on yourself. (laughs) Exactly. You don't need to change anybody in the world. We just need to change ourselves. And actually, we can't change anybody in the world except for ourselves but when we change ourselves then the people in the world change exactly totally so true oh we shared so many beautiful gems here and i know we have you know we can talk probably for a while about this because changing your beliefs is not that easy you know it takes time so yes but is there anything else you know your last guru message you want to share with people about the power of belief yes i do um and law of attraction I wanted to remind people that the current uh, manifestation of their lives is old energy. Okay. So we talk about how there's a bit of time to manifest physicality from energy and emotion. So remember just your thoughts create your um, belief and your emotions, right? So emotions are the, the frequency that you are embodying. So when you change your thoughts, you change your emotions, which changes your frequency. Okay. So what you have manifested right now in your life is old energy. And the only place to change your future is in this moment now. This is it. This moment now. It's not in the past. It's not in the future. It is by changing the way you think about your life right now. I will give you a tip. When you are feeling like complaining, find something you are grateful for. Because we all have a lot to be grateful for. But we are trained in our society to look at what we lack. That will bring you more into lack and far away from abundance. Gratitude is a gateway to abundance because it is an emotional frequency of appreciation and the universe will give to you more and more and more, okay? So in this moment now, I would implore people to not let a thought slip by their brain that does not make them feel good because it's not worth it. (laughs) Change that story. There's always another way (laughs) to tell the story. There's always another way to tell the story. There's always another way to tell the story. So be creative. Tell the story a different way that makes you feel better. And that is a really big step. So that would be my last little coaching. Go, go. Do that. (laughs) Do that, people. Do that. Are we going to find you and we're going to... No, we're not going to do that for you. But either way, you know, I think we need to understand the power of ourselves, how important this is for us and for the whole surrounding environment. It might sound cliche that by changing us, we can change the world, but actually we truly can. We truly can. Absolutely. Okay, darling. It was such Mm -hmm. a pleasure having you. Thank you a lot for sharing your beautiful energy together with us. Thank you for sharing both your knowledge and your heart, which you truly do. And who knows? I can't wait maybe to see you next time. We can discuss something else. I think we really have lots of, you know, interesting topics to touch that we both can agree on. But you are such a gem. Thank you, darling. I love it. You are too. It is such a blessing to be in your space. Thank you so much for having me on. I have immensely enjoyed this conversation. (laughs) Bye, darlings. Bye-bye. (laughs) 
I love this episode so much. Have you, dearies? Share your views. Share what you thought about Emily's discussion on our Instagram channel. All the links are on the show notes. And remember that it all starts within you. You really can create the power of belief and shift anything, literally anything in your life. And we really wish for you, together with Emily, to do that in order to create the most desired life you want because it is your birthright. Thank you for listening, dearies. We are happy that you are putting your energy. And as always, big thank you for listening, dearies. Wishing you a fantastic week and sending you lots of love. I will see you next time.